Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. That's not just the sound of that first sip of Morning Joe. It's the sound of someone shopping for a car on Carvana from the comfort of home. That's a good blend. It's time to take it easy, like answering some easy questions to get pre-qualified for a car in minutes. Talk about starting the morning right. Just like customizing your terms so your car fits your budget. Mm, mm, mm. Visit Carvana.com or download the app to experience car shopping the way it should be. Convenient. Comfortable. Ah. Hi, besties. Welcome back to Try Not to Care. It's your girl, Ashley. I cannot even begin to tell you how fucking nuts the past two weeks has been for me. It's just, it's been so bad. And there was no episode Monday, but with how chaotic my life has been, and you guys know, like my life is typically pretty chaotic, but it's never been this bad. And not even bad in like a way where I, I'm like, fuck my life. I hate my life. Like, no, it's just so much shit is piling up on my plate. And I feel like every single day there's something new that I have to deal with. If you don't follow me on Instagram or TikTok, you wouldn't know. But I got a concussion. Um, my friend and I were making this dumbass TikTok and she ended up hitting me in the back of the head. And at first, I didn't think it was anything, but it ended up being a concussion. And I haven't been able to drive or really do anything for like the past week. Whenever I look at my phone or my computer, I want to die. Yeah, really fun. And then I was dealing with some family things. I posted a small little snippet on my TikTok. Um, If you want to follow there, it's at little baby Aries. But I can't really talk much about it because it's like an open case um and i also don't want to get killed by this fucking felon it's a whole thing i'll have to talk to you guys about it when i can but i like just can't right now um but it's safe to say that my life has just been insane and i feel like i'm living in a really bad movie but i'm here today i made it a priority to post today so moving forward for the next few weeks i'm sorry if I don't post every Monday, but I will do my best. And if there's a Monday that I don't post, you could always go and listen to previous episodes, watch my TikToks, connect with me on Instagram. But I'm here today, okay? I'm here. So let's get into today's episode. I already did an episode about friendships and growing apart from people, but I still get a lot of DMs asking about how to move on from broken friendships and how to deal with being alone and feeling like you have no friends and have nobody. So I want to talk about that because I've definitely been there and let me tell you it blows, but it's normal and so many people go through it and I it's okay to feel this way. I feel like I talk about social media so much on this podcast, but let's be real. It's so prevalent in our life. And if you're not on social media, it's like, what are you doing? 
And I don't even mean that in a bad way. It's just so common. But with having social media, people are always posting the best parts of their lives and their highlight reels. And with that, posting about their friendships and relationships. You always see people posting photos of their friends, going out on the weekends, going on vacations, throwing each other parties. And it's really easy to look at that and compare it to the relationships in your life and be like, wow, I don't have that. I don't have a big group of friends to go out with. I don't have a big group of girls to go on vacations with. I don't have a best, best friend who's going to throw me a surprise birthday party. You see these friendships that started in middle school and high school and have lasted for years and have this great bond. And it's like, well... I grew apart from my friends that I had when I was in high school. Does that mean there's something wrong with me? Does that mean I'm a a bad friend? And why can't I keep these friendships? Why do other people have these things? And why is it so attainable and easy for them, but so hard for me? I mean, shit, the people that I was friends with in high school, I, I still keep up with them on social media and I always wish them the best, but I'm definitely not close with them or even friends with them anymore. And sometimes I look at that and I'm like, well, why couldn't I keep those friendships? Is it the, like something wrong with me? And at the end of the day, it has nothing to do with what's wrong with you. There's nothing wrong with you. People just grow apart. People move on with their lives. And sometimes it doesn't make sense to keep those friendships. It's awesome that these people can keep those friendships and relationships. And maybe those friendships and relationships are beneficial to them. But you moving on from those, those friendships and relationships that you lost can be a great thing. And it can mean that you're growing and that friendship or relationship doesn't align with you anymore. And that's totally okay. And you have to remember that social media is a highlight reel. And it's so easy for these people to post about their great friendships online and post them getting drunk at a party and post them on their vacation. But just because they're posting these things and they look so great doesn't mean they are great. The amount of times I've posted things with people and they look amazing You should see the vacations that I've posted and it looks fucking amazing, but I left the trip not even friends with those girls anymore. Like just because you see these people having friends doesn't mean the friendship they have with those friends is everything that it appears to be. More times than not, when you see these big friend groups, they're not always rainbows and sunshine, especially in big friend groups because you mix a bunch of people together. You're mixing a bunch of different personalities, which are bound to clash. I have been in those big friend groups and I can tell you from my experience with them, they are fun when you want a big group of people, but I've also seen how easy it is for them to turn on each other and talk about each other when one person in the group is doing something that one person doesn't like. And I'm not saying that every friend group is like that, but it just goes to show how easy it is to manipulate people to see something one way when it's the total opposite. And maybe you are part of these big friend groups or you do have a lot of friends and you're not feeling like you are actually alone, but you do still feel lonely and you feel left out or you feel like a burden when you're around them and you always get FOMO because they don't invite you to things. And although you're a part of the friend group, it's almost like you aren't like you question sometimes if they're even your friend or if they even like you i was part of a friend group where i honestly loved the fuck out of every single one of them when it was good it was really good and i was so grateful to finally be a part of a friend group and have a bunch of friends because i felt like growing up i never really had that many friends and when i did they would always come and go i could never keep them So when I finally had a really good group of friends, I was just really grateful for it and I always wanted to hang out with them and I always wanted to talk to them. And I'm very expressive. I'm a very high energy person 
and I can come off as annoying sometimes. But if you're my friend, you should know that. If you're friends with me, you're going to have to be okay with me being fucking nuts. Not wanting to hang out with me because I'm annoying is not a good enough excuse. If you're bailing on me or you're lying to me about what you're doing or lying to me about hanging out with someone else because you don't want me to be there is not okay. Like I said in one of my previous episodes, if I'm too much, go find less. And that was what was happening. I would hear them talking about how annoying I was or how too much I was and they would go and hang out without me. And I had the biggest fucking FOMO. I shared locations with them. So it was really obvious when they were all hanging out without me. And when I would ask like, hey, what are you doing? They would lie to me or just like not respond. And I have no shame in saying I'm crazy. I'm a crazy fucking bitch. And I own it. If you give me your location, I'm going to look at it. So if you're lying to me or trying to finesse me and and lie about your location, I'm going to know. But it's safe to say I'm not friends with those friends anymore and I luckily don't have any friends who lie to me about their whereabouts or go out of their way to make sure I'm not invited because friends who do that are not your friends. But once I started being on my own more, I started to feel like a fucking loser because I would stay home every Friday night, every Saturday night. I would feel like I was missing out on so many things and wasting my time in my 20s because I wouldn't have plans on holidays and I had no one to go on vacations with anymore. I had no one to spend my birthday with. And take all of this with a grain of salt. Like I do have a boyfriend, but I am one of those people who I love my boyfriend. I live with my boyfriend, but I've always been very independent with my relationships. I like my boyfriend and I to have a life together, but also separate lives and separate friendships and to do our own thing. I don't always want to have to depend on him to entertain me. Did I still hang out with him? Of course, I still do, but I didn't have any good girlfriends anymore and I didn't have a big group of friends anymore. I remember the first 4th of July where I didn't have those friends anymore and I had such bad FOMO and it wasn't even that I wanted to hang out with those friends because clearly they didn't like me, but just the idea that I've had plans every year on this holiday since I was little and now I'm in my prime in my 20s and I have nowhere to be, no one to see. And when things like that come around, yeah, it does suck. It's like a bad breakup. It's always going to suck in the beginning, but in the long run, you're going to be thankful it happened and you learn to move on and get on with your fucking life. If no one has told you this yet, staying home is okay. Going out is not always the better option. I can't tell you the amount of times I've gone out where the pregame is always better than the actual going out. I almost always enjoy the time where I'm taking photos of my outfit and looking good way more than the actual idea of going out. And I've learned that if I want to look good and feel good, I can do that at home. I don't have to go out to do that. I can still do my hair and my makeup and dress cute and stay the fuck home. There's this idea that you have to be going out and doing a million things when you're a teenager, when you're in your 20s. But if that's not what you want to do, then don't fucking do it. Staying home and doing things that you actually enjoy doing and taking care of your needs is always going to be more productive than going out and doing things just to say that you did them. Whenever I go out, I always wake up the next morning feeling stupid as fuck, anxious as fuck, and guilty as fuck for the night before if I went out and didn't enjoy my time out. Because half the time when I do go out with people that don't have my best interests in mind or I do go out and do things that I didn't want to do, I end up getting blackout drunk because I'm bored as fuck at the function and want to just get by. Or I spend a bunch of money that I did not need to spend money on to enjoy my time. Or I just feel like shit because I spent my time around people that make me feel like shit. 
And it's so easy to avoid that by staying home. Wouldn't you rather be home choosing what you want to do rather than being stuck at a party or at a bar or a dumb fucking boy's house that you're miserable at? Like I said before, it's so easy to make something appear one way when it's the total opposite. In the past, I've gone out because I didn't want to have FOMO, so I went along with my friends to these people's houses or to the bar, and I've had a terrible time, but the next morning, I look at the Instagram stories, the Snapchat stories, and it looks like a fucking blast, but I know it wasn't because I was there, and it sucked. Staying home and being alone is always going to be better than being invited somewhere in a room full of people that make you feel lonely. And I felt that way for so long, feeling so lonely, but surrounded by so many people until I was forced to be on my own and spend time by myself and learn more about myself and learn what I like and what I don't like and what I want out of friendships and people. And now that I do have friendships that are genuine and don't make me feel terrible about myself, it's very rare that I go out and I feel guilty about it or feel bad about it. And I have so many friends now, but I very rarely go out. On weekends, I choose to stay home because I've learned that I fucking love spending time alone and I love myself like I am my own best friend because I won't ever do anything that's gonna hurt me or, well, I never intentionally try to hurt me. I do self-sabotage sometimes, but not on purpose and I always try to work through it. Anyways, I'm always down to do what I want to do. Like, I genuinely have the best time when I'm alone, but if you're feeling this way, and you're feeling like you have friends who treat you like ass and have you questioning often if they're even your friend or if they even like you and you end up alone half the time and you feel like a loser because you don't know why people aren't inviting you to things and why you don't have plans and why you're spending Friday night alone, take a look at who you're prioritizing your time around and assess how they're treating you. Don't force friendships with people who don't have your best interest in mind. The only way you're going to be able to tell if they have your best interest in mind is to analyze how they're treating you and ask yourself, would you treat them that way? And also, if you did treat them that way, would they stick around? And if the answer is no, then why the fuck are you sticking around? Why do you want to be friends with people who would rather do something without you? People who want you around are always going to invite you and ask you to come around. They're not going to think for a second, wow, this experience would be 10 times better if you're not there. People who leave you out on purpose are not it. There's a reason why they're leaving you out and it has nothing to do with you. You're not doing anything wrong. Half the time, the reason they're leaving you out is because they're insecure about something and they think you being there will take away from them. Leaving you out because they think that you're annoying or you're too much is them projecting because they're too fucking boring. That's not your problem. They can go find a friend that's going to be on their level of boringness and that just makes more room for you to find people who are going to match your energy and have a good ass time with you like you deserve. You have to be able to let go of things and people that aren't good for you to make room for the things and people that are. If I were still friends with the people who I was friends with two years ago, I would not be where I am and I would not have the people that I have in my life now because I was so consumed with their shit that I had no time for what I wanted to do for what I liked, and for people who actually give a fuck about me. If I was still so consumed with what they were doing, I would spend my time every weekend going out and drinking rather than working on this podcast and going after my dreams. In my time alone, I learned to express myself better and be more vulnerable online and when I'm around others, which attracted the right people into my life. 
I get asked so often, how do I make new friends? How do I attract people into my life that are like me? I feel like I can't find anyone who has the same interests as me. And I mean, this is a whole episode in itself, but just being really authentic to you and not changing who you are to please others is going to attract the right people into your life. The more that you are yourself and the less you put on a mask around others, the easier it will be for others to do the same around you. What I want you to get from this episode is if you feel like a loser or you feel like a loner because you have no plans, you have very little friends, or the friends that you do have treat you like you're not deserving of their time, just know you are deserving of more and that's why they're so distant from you. It's a fucking blessing that they are. So I have a very easy assignment for this week. I love my assignments. You know this. Every time I give you an assignment, I always do the assignment for myself as well because as much as I want you to get something from this episode, I'm still learning and teaching myself to be better. So this week, I want you to dedicate a day to yourself just to take care of yourself and allow yourself to spend time alone. And I know alone time can be uncomfortable, but you got to do it because it's always going to be you till the end of time, baby. It doesn't matter how many friends or lovers or people that come into your life. At the end of the day, it's only you. So you need to be comfortable with spending time with yourself and enjoying time with yourself. Whether that's just having a self-care night and doing a face mask, a bubble bath, journaling, maybe flicking the bean, I don't know, whatever you want to do. Or taking yourself out on a date and feeling okay and confident with being alone out in public. Just dedicate a day to relax, unwind, and not feel bad about staying in. Hell, if you really want to do the damn thing, say no to a night out when your friends are going out on a Friday or Saturday night. Stay in instead and see how you feel the next day and if you feel good or bad about not going out, if you feel FOMO, if whatever you feel, just do it to try it out and see what the fuck happens. So that's all for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Um, like I said in the beginning of this episode, I am in fucking shambles. My life is in shambles. So bear with me these next couple weeks. I will try to post every Monday, but if I can't, please know it's not because I don't give a fuck. It's not because I'm like putting the podcast on the back burner. I'm not. I got a burp. Oh my God. Why does this always happen? I feel like every time I'm like ending the podcast, I just get like so much gas. I don't know. I'm a gassy bitch. Just know that whenever I can post, I'm giving my all because I'm spiraling right now. Um, but I love you besties so, so much. If you want, follow um, the podcast on Instagram and TikTok at trying not the number two care podcast. You can follow my Instagram at Ashley Corbo and you can follow my TikTok at little baby Aries. Um, and if you could please give try not to care a five star rating. I saw someone gave it less than a five star. I think a uh four star because now it's 4.9 whoever you are that's fucked up that really is so fucked up but it's okay i i respect it at least you're being honest uh but yeah give me a rating on whichever platform you're listening on it really helps me out and i will talk to you next week or whenever the fuck i post next i love you bye besties